Put me not to rebuke, O Lord, in thine anger, neither chasten me in thy heavy displeasure. For thine arrows stick fast in me, and thy hand presseth me sore. There is no health in my flesh because of thy displeasure, neither is there any rest in my bones by reason of my sin. For my wickednesses are gone over my head, and are like a sore burden too heavy for me to bear. My wounds stink and are corrupt through my foolishness. I am brought into so great trouble and misery that I go mourning all the day long. For my loins are filled with a sore disease, and there is no whole part in my body. I am feeble and sore smitten. I have roared for the very disquietness of my heart. Lord, thou knowest all my desire, and my groaning is not hid from thee. My heart panteth, my strength hath failed me, and the sight of mine eyes is gone from me. My lovers and my neighbors did stand looking upon my trouble, and my kinsmen stood afar off. They also that sought after my life laid snares for me, and they that went about to do me evil talked of wickedness and imagined deceit all the day long. As for me, I was like a deaf man, and heard not, and as one that is dumb, who doth not open his mouth. I became even as a man that heareth not, and in whose mouth are no reproofs. For in thee, O Lord, have I put my trust. Thou shalt answer for me, O Lord my God. I have required that they, even my mine enemies, should not triumph over me. For when my foot slipped, they rejoiced greatly against me. And I truly am set in the plague, and my heaviness is ever in my sight. For I will confess my wickedness and be sorry for my sin. But mine enemies live and are mighty, and they that hate me wrongfully are many in number. They also that reward evil for good are against me, because I follow the thing that good is. Forsake me not, O Lord my God, be not thou far from me. Haste thee to help me, O Lord God of my salvation. Amen. Well, this is Psalm 38 out of the Coverdale Psalter, out of the uh, Book of Common Prayer. And it's, it's one of those psalms which is a psalm of confession, right? We, we heard it quite a bit there, especially in the beginning, that there's this, this worry about one's burden of sin, one's burden of, of wickednesses, which we don't like that word. We don't want to think that we're wicked or there, there's wickedness in us, but that's the word that's being used. What I, what I do find um, helpful is this discussion of, for my wickednesses are gone over my head, this idea of a flood over us, and are like a sore burden, too heavy for me to bear. This, this picture for me, when I read this psalm, is always this picture of drowning, right? Where uh, you uh, have, a, have a heavy weight tied around your waist or over your shoulders, and you're trying to tread water, and you just can't. You can barely keep your head above water right and here the psalmist is crying this out to god uh, the picture being of his own sin uh, uh, that that is this this burden on him uh, he, he first begins by saying god please don't rebuke me take your anger away stop stop chastening me stop disciplining me this is this is driving me to the point of despair uh, talking about how that, that there's no health in my flesh because of thy displeasure. Not that, that God is causing the lack of health in the flesh, but his lack of health in his flesh. The, the fact that he's feeling there's something wrong in here for him. 
right, is a, a, a picture of the fact that he's concerned over the fact that God might be displeased with him. And then there's this whole section that goes over about how he feels abandoned, that even his lovers have left him high and dry, that, that uh, people are rejoicing when he slips up, rejoicing that he's sinned, rejoicing that he's made a mistake. How many of us have been in that position, right? Thinking about uh, how many of us have been in the position in which we post something on Facebook, whatever it might be, but we happen to use the wrong form of there or your or, or something like that or two and and the grammar police come out right and you're sitting here going seriously sorry uh, did i did i offend you in some way but that's that's just a small image to think of how much in our life is about well this person did this this person did that and people rejoice over the fact that they've fallen or we look at one's life, where they've come from, uh, whatever sort of life they have in home or, or whatever the case may be, and, and they feel burdened. They feel the displeasure of people, even the displeasure of God, over the fact that they are not from a household that's uh, upstanding. They're not from a household with, with you know, leave-it-to-beaver type lifestyle that um, in some ways, they're ashamed of their parents, ashamed of their siblings, ashamed of themselves, thinking that might even be their fault, that burden that comes, that gets spoken into their ears by the pits of hell. Here we have that being cried out by the psalmist, all these weights, all these burdens, because we always make the mistake that we see sin as something that we do or we don't do. We never talk about sin and wickednesses as these things that are around us all the time. That, that there's the sins of others that end up becoming burdens on us, the sins of our parents becoming burdens on us, and we feel like we have to carry them. And then we think about our own sins being, being handed over to our own kids, and that they have to carry those. And instead, needing to be able to have a God to cry out to, knowing that sometimes he is chastening us. Sometimes he is disciplining us, molding us, crafting us through his work. But there always is that, that one place to cry. In verse 15, he says, For in thee, O Lord, have I put my trust. Thou shalt answer for me, O Lord my God. That the fact that Lord, the Lord is his God and the psalmist is saying, You know what? All these people are ripping into me. But you will speak for me, God, that I'm yours that you've captured me, that I belong to you, that even in my sin, I'm still yours. You are still my God. Um, and then it ends up with him crying out to God, don't forsake me. Don't be far from me. Be close to me. Like even as we looked at yesterday with the story of Elijah, Come to me in the way you're going to come to me, God, even if it's silence. Maybe that's what I need today. Quiet those voices. Grant me Sabbath rest in you, knowing that I belong to you and that I'm enough because you are mine and I am yours. And then finally, haste thee to help me, O Lord God of my salvation. Come quickly. 
to me. You are my savior. You're going to pull me out of this pit. You're going to lift me up so I'm no longer drowning under the burden of my sin and under the weight of ridicule on the world. And that is that prayer that we want to be able to have with God as well. We always get worried about the discussion of sin because we think it's going to overburden us. But sometimes we need to realize that we need to be free in order to confess for the sole purpose that that sin lives to be forgiven. And may that be so for us. Let us pray. Keep, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy church with thy perpetual mercy. And because the frailty of man without thee cannot but fall, keep us ever by thy help from all things hurtful, and lead us to all things profitable to our salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, church, go in peace. Serve the Lord. We will see you tomorrow.